Millennials versus the world. Go get you a woman, stop messing with girls. We tryna enhance, we tryna advance. Society got you all stuck in a trance. Like zombies when y'all walk. Killing men's about to whip out the chalk. Now let's sit down, have a little talk. Podcast game, we got it on lock. Millennials versus the world. 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 What up, what up, what up, man? We got the Millennials vs. the World podcast, the only spot you get authenticity and entertainment at the same time. So this is real, real special because I got my parents in the booth blessing the mic, man. And we're going to hit y'all. You know, we've been doing the financial empowerment part one, financial empowerment part two. We have financial empowerment, the journey. Then uh, the little bros blessed me with the uh, financial empowerment last night. But now we're going to take it to a whole nother level today. We're going to have uh, some really, really, really great, phenomenal minds speak to us about what it means to be financially stable, financially empowered, and like competent, financial literacy and things of that nature. So boom, first and foremost, I got to introduce, I got my parents with me. I want to say what up to the mic. What up, what up, what up? What's going on? There we go, there we go, there we go. So I know the first thing you want to touch on that is the American dream. So let's start with what is the American dream first and foremost? Well, me being a little bit older than you, Mm-hmm. Uh, the American dream that I was brought up to believe was, you know, you go to school, get a good education, buy the house, the white, the white picket fin, have a family, things mm-hmm. of that nature. Um, but as I've gotten older, and uh, definitely in the probably last five, five to ten years, I really realized that the uh, American dream that we were taught was more about keeping you uh, in debt, keeping you bound by uh, consumerism and and um, not really enjoying life because you're always worried about paying for things. Mm-hmm. And what I've come to figure out for me um, specifically is the American dream is about lifestyle ownership. It's about owning what you have. For everyone or you think people that look like us? Um, I think for everyone, but I really believe for yeah, for everyone, for mm-hmm. everyone, especially mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. us. Uh, because, you know, we've always talked about get bigger, better. And every time we get bigger, better, it costs us. Mm-hmm. There's a cost affiliated. And what we don't realize is that, you know, to, uh, to me, the American dream is being able to own your time, mm-hmm. uh, being able to do the things you want, when you want, how you want it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I gotta, you, know, you said you got your parents, I got to give a great shout out to my wife because, you know, she drilled this in me over the years when I was hard-headed. Mm-hmm. And now I'm really starting to understand what she's saying. Um, you know, when you own your lifestyle, when recessions come, Hold on, can we, I want to back up a second. So when we say own your lifestyle. How do you feel like people that let's say somebody in high school, just enter a high school? How do you think they work towards owning their lifestyle sooner than later? So when we say own your lifestyle, what do you mean? How do you think you can get there? Well, I, I look at it this way is, uh, when you're in high school and uh, you, you kind of figure out what it is that you want to do. Want to be a teacher, want to be a welder, you know, want to be uh, a nurse, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, what you do is you, you figure out what your uh, what the average income is. Mm-hmm. And then once you figure out what the average income is, then you figure out you can go to a loan office or whatever and figure out what is a uh, the kind of house and house payment that you uh, that that income would have you to be able to purchase. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of. You know, put together what, you know, an idea of what uh, lights, things of that nature that will cost you to live and, you know, a few things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And once you get that number, then you go, okay, that's my lifestyle. For example, let's say $1,000 is your mortgage or rent. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then it takes roughly about $1,500 to pay stuff and do the kind of things you want to do. Mm-hmm. So that means your lifestyle is about uh, $2,500 a month, which is about $30,000 a year. Mm-hmm. So the objective of, uh, of the American Dream is creating an asset that you own mm-hmm. that will pay you $30,000 a year that covers your lifestyle uh, with you working or whether you're working or not. Mm-hmm. That's when you start talking about lifestyle ownership. You control that. And, and just to um, make that a little more simple, mm-hmm. living within your means. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. something, well, and you said starting in high school. Mm-hmm. So you've got to, if it's an allowance or if you're working at a fast food um, restaurant, mm-hmm. whatever it is, you whatever it is that you make, you know that your lifestyle has to be less than what Definitely. you make. I agree with so that. that that's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. So if if um, teenagers could learn that, mm-hmm. you know, if millennials understood that. I know we're gonna go, you know, deep and 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 talk about, you know, debt, and we're gonna talk about, Definitely. um, uh, like going to school and school loans, because mm-hmm. that's a yes, really Lord. big thing for me. Yeah. But if you could understand, because we set ourselves up to already fail before we even start life. Agreed. So it doesn't even matter once we know what we want to do in life, we're already in this um, you know, hole that we're trying to dig ourselves out of mm-hmm. because of school loans, um, because we were never taught to live within our means. Mm-hmm. If you have an allowance, it's $10 a week, um, you can't go out and get whatever. Agreed. You can't get those Agreed. new yeah. Nikes for $120 because, you know, you only have 10. Mm-hmm. So we, we've got to stop with the credit cards. We've got to, there's so much stuff to it. Mm-hmm. So, but bottom line, living within our means. Yes, I absolutely agree. Because I think another thing is like, that, that goes like keeping up with the Joneses. Like you right. see other people that they're living within their means, but their means is not your means. So you go, exactly try, right. you go try to match that. Especially when, like you said, you've never had it before. So like if you come from an environment where like, you're not used to saying money. You definitely don't know how to handle it. And then you back up by hanging around people that say if you hang around somebody that does need to handle that does does know how to handle it. You don't. The misconception is you don't ask them how they handle it. You just try to keep up with them without knowing that they're making moves based off their income. Right. So I absolutely agree. But I remember you were saying how Anj was teaching you about things when you got married. And she drilled it in your head. I just wanted to clarify how we can get to the American dream before we moved on. And then you wanted to speak about what she drilled into your head about that. Well, the, the, she was big on and still is about um, living within your means. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I was, you know, I was kind of the dreamer. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. And so I had the the thirty thousand foot view mm-hmm. without the details. And she would always have the details. But you know, the, the thing is, when I was talking about, you know, you design your lifestyle how you want it becomes a a, um, a vision or a floor plan for you. But the second thing of that is um, you got to create some form of a income producing asset, mm-hmm. whether it's if you got a job, whether it's using your 401k, whether it's a business or it's something that you own, that you got to create an income producing asset that mm-hmm. allows you to take advantages of the tax codes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the things that you're definitely going to be paying for the rest of your life. Tax codes. What are tax codes? Tax codes are um, uh, business things that you can deduct, mm-hmm. mileage. You know, if you got a business, you can deduct some of your cell phone. Those mm-hmm. things that you use on a normal day, but you use it for your business, now becomes a tax deduction, which yeah. means if you got a $30 a month phone bill and in your business you made 100 you get to deduct $35 from the 100 Absolutely. So that, that becomes very important. Mm-hmm. Third part of that, um, third part of that is you got to, you know, use those taxes to lower your taxable income. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, I always say the, the law says you have the right to pay the minimum amount of taxes, but the paperwork is designed for you to pay the maximum amount. Mm -hmm. uh, so you got to do your due diligence and get that done. Uh, fourth thing is you got to um, get out of debt. Oof. So all your consumer debt, you know, and even to the point where you're, you're paying off the house. Don't get into this thing about your house is your greatest asset. No, your house it's is... It's not, though. Like, that's what's so... Especially to the... I'm not saying that it's not the greatest asset. I'm saying, though, but, like, when you come up now, you hear if you own a house, you own everything you live. You know what I mean? But how is that your greatest asset? If you have a house that's $150,000, day mm -hmm. one, you go in and you sign all the paperwork, and 30 years later, you've paid $400,000. Respect. How, yeah. how, how is that? that? That house, you know most likely would not be worth $400,000. Mm -hmm. So that's not your greatest um, income producing asset. That's what we've been sold. Yes. That's a part of that American dream yes. to have that house. But you got to be in a position to be able to be in that home. Mm -hmm. You may need to rent a few more years, get your finances where they need to be. Mm -hmm. Because I, I remember um, I, I owned my first home when I was 21. Go ahead, go and ahead, go ahead. I was making about $35,000 a year at the time. And I remember the realtor saying, hey, you know, I knew how much money I wanted to spend. Mm -hmm. The realtor said, oh, but you can have, you qualify for That's this amount you. of money. That's where they get you, yeah. And so, yeah, I could, I remember my first mortgage, I think was like $650 a month. Mm -hmm. And of course, my rent, when I, my rent was $600 yep, a month. Yep, so yep. it was like, yeah, it made sense to go ahead and to own a home. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I was looking at home, I, my first home was $85,000. That's the, it was. I'm sorry. I just want to ask a quick question. So, like, did you did you educate yourself on that process? Absolutely. So, like, okay. So, what made you know at 21? Because that's 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 major to own something at 21. That made you be like, hey, I know the amount I need to go get this house, and I know how to do. It. Is that something that you educated yourself on? Did somebody mentor you through that, or did you find the resources to make that decision? Um. So that's breaking the cycle. So I Respect. I love my parents. Mm -hmm. Um. I had an um. My my dad was awesome in terms of taking care of us. Mm -hmm. But what he did, he didn't, he didn't know. So um, my dad um, had a high school education. Mm -hmm. Actually, he didn't finish high school. Mm -hmm. So the things that he did um, was great for what he knew. Mm -hmm. But I, I literally remember saying, Dad, can you tell me, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about buying a home. Tell me the things that I need to know. And the home that I grew up in was their one, one and only home. Mm. And he says, I don't remember. So do I stop because he couldn't tell me what to do? He couldn't walk me through that process. Mm -hmm. So I had to teach myself. Was it difficult? Absolutely not. I just had to take, you know, the due diligence, not listen to what someone told me, mm -hmm. but to understand it. And did I make mistakes? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I got an arm. So an adjustable rate mortgage. Oh, that yeah. thing shot up after the first year and a half, yeah. you know. So it was a matter of, oh, I was already refinancing. One thing that I saw, even though I didn't know growing up, was my parents refinanced their home so many times yeah, yeah, because yeah. they would get into debt. And I just remember how happy it was. It was like, you know, tax season time or for someone else yeah. winning the lottery, you know, a scratch off, you get $50, you all excited. Yeah. Well, my parents would refinance. That meant we were starting over. No more debt. Everything was zero. They would have enough equity in the home that they could get extra money. See, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah, knew yeah. that we could go shopping. Yeah, you know, I, I knew yeah, we were yeah, going yeah. out to the eat. Benefit, yeah. And I knew, so, but I didn't understand how many times mm -hmm. they refinanced.
finance that home. It just wasn't worth it. Mm-hmm. But that's all they knew. They didn't know any other way to get out of debt. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So this is the big thing. So I'm going to piggyback off that. I think like with the home buying process, especially with arms, especially with, I think the biggest thing is that at the end, paying three times as much as you, as much as you paid for it back then. Then another thing I believe in, do you believe in like once you buy it, you should never sell it. You should always make it a rental property and go on. Or do you believe that every house has to be sold to keep? I believe in making rental properties personally, because I feel like you still quote unquote own the land and then it, you know it produces those assets that you were speaking of. However, do you feel like that is a way to create more income? Or do you feel like sometimes that can put you in a hole because you're making decisions based off the next thing that you don't have? So like if I'm selling this home, I'm trying to buy this next home, but I'm still paying for this right now. Well, if when if, it comes to debt, thinking about debt, like is that smart to still have that because you still have a mortgage on that first home? Well, if if here's here's the thing, you got to be able when you start talking about uh, renting out a house, you got to be willing to be the landlord. Oof. You got to be willing to put money aside so whoever's in it, they don't take care of it. You can go back in and take and and, and fix it up. Mm-hmm. Being a landlord, um, whether that house you're going to rent is paid off or not. If, it's always an it be, the house becomes an asset to you when you have somebody in it paying the mortgage. Oh, okay. Now yeah. it's an asset now because that's an income producer. Yeah, asset. because okay, it's not you, because you. it's not costing you anything, and then you can go and and um, get the next house is pretty cool because they're gonna ask, was well, anybody in that in the first house paying the mortgage? Mm-hmm. The answer is yes. Then the banks look at you a little different that way. But as soon as that first house gets paid off, then it really becomes an asset because all that money goes to you outside of what you got to do to repair. So it it really, as far as selling your first house to get to your second house, is whether you want to be a a landlord or not and Mm -hmm. being able to deal with whatever the consequences that comes along with being a landlord. I I think, you know, home ownership and rental is great. I mean, it's, it's, you know, that's one thing that God's not going to create any more of is land. Mm-hmm. And if you can get your hand on some land in a house and start renting it out and you can handle it, I mean, that's a great income producing asset. And then, because even then, if you get tired of it, you sell it. And I would say getting out of debt is the most important thing. That's the lesson that we need to teach. So if it's a matter of selling the home and, and the probably the thing is, is that you, you have the home, you're moving to the next home, it's probably to go up. Well, do you really need to do that at this point? Especially mm-hmm. like, you know, when you're our age, it may be a matter of downsizing. Mm-hmm. So um, in that case, if it's a matter for you need to get out of debt, sell it. Mm-hmm. But if it's a matter of an income, point, living yeah. in a home is not an income producing asset. Agreed. So, but if, if someone else is paying the mortgage on that home, mm-hmm. that's when it becomes an income producing asset. At that point, yes. So it, it depends on where you, where you are. Yeah. yeah. So I got, a, I got a question that just popped in my mind. So. With speaking about debt, I'm guess we're gonna transition. Speaking about debt, do you all feel like for the kid that's going to college, and let's say he doesn't pay for college, with the way it's set up, do you feel like you can make the American dream, not the one they sold you, the actual one about owning your financial decisions, owning your time? Can you do that without having a little bit of debt somewhere? Do you see what I mean? So like the kid that graduated high school, he got a decent paying job, not great paying job. Let's say the parents gave them, let's say, four years to stay at the house or whatever the case may be. Do you feel like you can create that American dream without having debt anywhere when it comes to like cars, when it comes to credit cards? Can you create that or is society set up to where you got to have a little bit of debt at the beginning in order to create what you want at the end? No, I think you can not have debt if you Ooh. learn that from the beginning. You so, 
Oh, it's absolutely tough. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, it's absolutely tough. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just going to use a real life example. Mm-hmm. We were at the mall last night. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, you know, you, yeah. you talk to Matthew. So mm-hmm. Matthew's 19 years old. He's debt free. Mm-hmm. But the deal is he wanted to buy some sneakers. They were on sale. So shoe game is important. Mm, not, but yeah, agreed, it's, it's important. Yeah. And so it was just $30. What's $30? What can you get for $30? For the most part, you can't buy any clothes for $30. Mm-hmm. But that's a cycle that we put ourselves in. Ooh, so, you know, it's a matter of, you know, clearly I'm not that old, but it was mm. like growing up, I had my play shoes, I had school shoes, yep, I had yep, church yep, shoes. Yep, yep. You know, it's like he has shoes for every outfit. Yeah. So yeah. is that important? Mm-hmm. No, it really isn't. Not when you start talking about owning your lifestyle, mm-hmm. not when you want to take trips. So let's say in two years, if he's still in the position that he's in now, mm-hmm. those $30 sneakers are going to mean nothing yeah, when agreed. he can go to Europe and spend a month mm-hmm. because he has the finances to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you're saying, well, how can $30 do that? Well, how many purchases do we make that we don't need to make yeah. that is stealing away from our future? Agreed. So you got to think about what you do today, how that's going to affect your finances and the way you live tomorrow. So can you buy a car? <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes. He's bought his, his first car was paid for, you know, no, it wasn't brand new. So he's Should watching be. his friends yeah. that have brand new cars that mm-hmm. have um, payments. He didn't have a payment. He had a nice vehicle. It wasn't just a matter of it got him from point A to point B. Agreed. It was a nice vehicle yeah. paid for. When it began to break down and then it's um, he was putting more money into it than it was worth, mm-hmm. which was years later. you know. Agreed. Then yeah, yeah. he looked at the next vehicle and he was able to, to buy that you know, cash. Mm-hmm. So we've had to do the same thing in terms of trying to get out of debt. Yeah, we could, you know, we, we both can't drive the luxury vehicle, you know. Well, frankly, um, like, for instance, my car is paid for. Mm-hmm. I will be driving my Lexus until my Lexus puts me down, okay? <laughs> and because since it's a Lexus, it won't put her down. No, yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah, yeah, it absolutely yeah, yeah. has it. Yeah, but yeah, right, I didn't yeah. buy the Lexus when I didn't have the money. Yeah. So the same way when, you know, dad's car, you know, was beginning to break down. At the same point, you got to say, okay, we can't put any more money into it. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make sense. Well, it's like, hey, we have this amount of money. If you have $10,000 saved up, $10,000 can buy you a very nice car. Yeah, so it's not a matter of he's driving a jank car mm-hmm. he we're still living within our means ten thousand move on didn't even hurt us i'm sorry you just keep making questions pop up because everything you say so when I, you say saving ten thousand mm-hmm. so when it comes i know you're doing the zero budget thing a while ago the class and everything like that when it comes to eliminating debt and saving when you get paid let's say you get paid whatever amount mm-hmm. which one comes first <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> excuse me which one comes first in the art of, of of creating and maintaining your own lifestyle do you pay yourself first or do you have to eliminate debt before you're able to save i'm, I'm gonna give you my view and then i want you to critique it personally i feel like you can't save if you owe somebody right that sounds crazy to me like if i owe a credit card of ten thousand, i get a twelve thousand dollar check no let's say i get a ten thousand dollar check to me you can't save five thousand of that and then pay off five thousand of the ten thousand dollar balance to me that doesn't make sense i, I think you got to come back at ground zero pay it off, owe nothing, and then start saving. In terms of creating and, you know, maintaining your lifestyle, do you, which one do you feel like takes precedence? Saving, paying yourself. It's both of y'all. Don't, don't try. Don't, don't try. Don't <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, no, no, because we, we, we have some differences of opinion. That's what, that's what on, it's about, on, though. On because, you know, my philosophy when mm-hmm. it comes to that is, you know, you, you pay yourself. Because, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't a question of, of, you know, you can always feel bad about how you got in debt. Mm-hmm. What I did, this, that, and the other. But the bottom line for, for me and mm-hmm. how I feel about it is 
you know, credit cards, um, you know, the, 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 the most important debt or most important bills that I need to pay mm-hmm. is my house and my car if I got, if mm-hmm. I got a loan on it. Mm-hmm. Everything else is, is, is secondary. Mm-hmm. So, um, so when my money comes in, I'm paying me first. I'm, I'm paying my 10%. I'm putting some, you know, uh, as my wife has really helped me with, I'm putting money, we'll put money in savings. Mm-hmm. And then I make sure the house is taken care of. If I got a car note, the car note's taken care of. Because the bottom line is credit card debt is unsecured. Mm-hmm. Only thing that can do is I mess up your credit, but you can always rebuild your credit. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I got my house and my car, I can always find me a job. I can always go make me some money, and mm-hmm. I can pay them when I pay them. Mm-hmm. So um, I pay me first. Mm-hmm. And then I start knocking out the bills, and I, you know, we use a snowball. We attack one, pay minimums on the other ones, and just put the extra money on top of that one until it's paid off, and then you roll it down. Because if you sit there and you, to me, you pay off your credit cards and all of that, and then you end up having nothing to live off of for that week, that makes it even tough. Because you know, Visa, Mastercard, they ain't helping you out. Because mm-hmm. then you have a chance of you might go, man, I, I need to get some food. And you put. But you don't feel like when you owe somebody, oh, like, I... like like they own you for like lack of a better. So I feel like you can't really be secure in what you're doing. Like scenario, you have, we're we going to put all the debt together. This is not house or car, like you said. This is all secondary. Let's say 30000 You get paid, 30, you get paid a $35,000 check, right? The first thing you do, say you wanted to pay yourself ten thousand. No, I would say pay the thirty thousand and just do whatever you got to do with the five. You you see that differently? So so what I would say is this is definitely the Dave Ramsey, you know, baby step one. He uh, says um, save a thousand dollars. So you know, like for instance, if you're you know younger, you don't have a, a lot of debt, then it may be save five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, for us, it's um you know, a, a, a bill may be something breaking in our home, mm-hmm. maybe over a thousand dollars. So mm-hmm. it may be a little bit more, you, maybe you need to save a little bit more than that. Mm-hmm. But when I said save, I didn't save 10,000 or we didn't save $10,000 first oh, to okay, be okay. able to pay off debt because you're absolutely correct. So I, I, the when, when we did have credit cards, they were all 0%. Mm-hmm. But for most people, credit card interest is um, starts at 15% yeah. and can go up to 40-something mm-hmm. percent. So absolutely, when you put your money in the bank at a half of a percent, no, it doesn't make sense to save money, mm-hmm. and and then but you're paying 21% to the credit card. Mm-hmm. So no, you get out of debt. Mm-hmm. So you need to have something in case something breaks. If your car breaks and, you know, it's a difference, you know, a, a Ford repair, may only be, you know, four or five hundred dollars. That same repair for Mercedes may be twenty five hundred dollars. So that's how you gauge how much you pay yourself first. But no, Mm -hmm. you don't pay yourself first in the traditional sense. You have something aside put to the side, you know, but if you don't own a home, then you don't need to think about the water heater or the air conditioner. You know, that's true, that's true, that's true. Yeah, because that not having money don't have any case. That is I ain't think about that. Because even even the fact that um especially with the new tax code that came out um you know some people uh, a house may not be in their cards renting may be a better option than a house and what the other thing i wanted to say is that because we're so um um, worried about what other people think about us Mm -hmm. dressed all of that that's one of the reasons that we stay in debt so much 
is that when you get to the point where you, when you get to the point where all right so you were saying one of the reasons when people concerned about the way we dress things of that nature why to, you stay in debt because of that to, to 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 really get a grasp of of lifestyle ownership is you got to get to the point where you just don't care what people think about you which means um if i'm if i'm driving the older car mm -hmm. i don't care what you feel about me mm -hmm. if if i don't have the latest outfit or latest gear i don't care what you're thinking about me mm -hmm. you know because you know even we back to last night i picked up a shoe oh god <laughs> <laughs> I picked up a shoe now. If I was, if I was in the shoe buying, mm -hmm. I'd have bought it. Yeah, you true, true, that's true, that's you know. That's true. Yeah, so yeah. it's 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 about what's best for you. Mm -hmm. Because what we what we tend to do is we buy to impress others who really don't care about us. Yeah. And in and in in doing so, if I don't, you know, the the way the world is, buy it now, pay it later. Mm -hmm. Well, later never comes because we keep piling on, piling on. Mm -hmm. And and when you start really getting a grasp of the money you spend mm -hmm. and where it's going. And when, you know, the example I got, like a 30, if, if your lifestyle is $30,000, you're making $50,000 a year, you should not be struggling. Mm -hmm. But when you look at where all your money's going, mm -hmm. if, if someone was to sit down and take a little tablet and every time they spend, they write down what they spend it on. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the month, they figure out and calculate where their money went. Mm -hmm. You'll be shocked how much money you waste mm. on a monthly basis. That's mm. that's when, you know, my wife had me do that. That's when I realized I'm spending over $100 at McDonald's. Good gracious, yeah. You know, I'm better off buying stock. Yeah. But you don't, because, because one, you don't deal with cash. Mm -hmm. You deal with a card. You swipe it. And, you know, my wife will always say you don't feel the pain when you're swiping a card. Mm -hmm. But when you take a 20 out and you break a 20 mm -hmm. and you, you see it's gone, yeah. you, you start understanding the, the the value of it that's why most things in america is always about a credit card mm -hmm. now you don't even need a credit card you can pay it by your your smartphone your, your smartphone mm -hmm. your smartwatch because the more they can get you out of not feeling like you losing any money the mm -hmm. more you will spend so the whole cycle or the whole the whole um, um the american way is to keep you in debt and you made the you made the point about do you feel like you're in bondage? Yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. And 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 you know even the word said when you owe some man you know you're slave to the to the um, lender. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you know they they own you. So the way you break that where you can start making decisions is you pay that stuff off. So so this part a little left field, but I gotta ask the question. So like with, like with Matt, you know with the little bros, right? Coming up in the air, they come up with social media is big. Everything matters. Do you think you can still teach them to be that way at their age as far as, like, obviously they're going to get what they need. They're going to get everything they need, you know, to be. But, like, can you teach a kid that all they care about nowadays is social media to know it's about financial empowerment at the age, at, at the income of high schooler, you know, just second, third year in college? Do you think you can teach them those things at that age or you have to experience some things like you all did and you can guide them along the way and hope for the best decision that they make? I think it's a combination. Yeah, I do too. You do? Uh, I do yeah. Too. I, I think going back to the, the shoes last night, mm -hmm. you know, of course I, I saw the, the, the pain the in Matthew's yeah, his face <laughs> yeah. when it was just like, it's just $30. Mm -hmm. But um, what you don't understand, again, example. is um, like dad just said with eating at McDonald's, that's not even good food. That's not even good eating. Mm -hmm. But when, if I spend um, $200 on a family meal, it's at a nice restaurant, I've given 
the kids that experience. They mm-hmm. know what good food is. Yeah. So, you know, it's not just a matter of like, ooh, we watch the Master Chef shows. I don't always try to come home and recreate recreate those meals. Mm-hmm. But we go out, it's like, oh yeah, it's missing this season. It's missing that. Because you're giving them something. Absolutely. I agree you gotta with that. give them a, a level. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, okay, this was a hundred dollar pair of shoes. They were only thirty dollars. But think about what you can do with that. So if we cut out our Starbucks if we cut out eating out and start taking lunch to work mm-hmm. versus always I'm guilty eating of that. I gotta out, be I'm guilty. Yeah. because and the thing is, is that um, you know I'm in a male-dominated field mm-hmm. and I work with mostly white men, mm-hmm. so their wives make their lunches for them, and while I'm eating out and I'm taking time away from the job, they're sitting in their offices eating their sandwiches mm-hmm. or eating the dinner from the night before. Yeah. But then they're able to go on those vacations that I'm looking at like, oh, wow, that's yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm creating memories. There are certain things when I make a purchase and it's a big purchase, I'm like so excited. I still remember... And I'm like, wow, versus you go and you eat at, you know, Applebee's. And it's like, what did you have? I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, I want yeah, every yeah, meal. Yeah. That's living life to the fullest. Mm-hmm. When I could say, you know, I had that filet mignon and it was good. Yeah, you know, yeah, we yeah, ate for this. Sure. But not only that, I was with this person and we did this, this and we yeah, were celebrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Absolutely. it's like, I'm going to remember this 4th of July because we were having fun. We were doing yeah, this. Yep, we yep. rented out this condo. I mean, so it's, it makes a difference when mm-hmm. you can sit back. Just like purchases in the home. It's like when we... Um, you know, did an upgrade in a home. I love going into my kitchen because of an yeah, upgrade yeah, that yeah, I did. Yeah, for sure. That was money well spent. Mm-hmm. And so it makes the sacrifice a little bit um, um, just worth it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want um, TJ and Matt to be able to see. Mm-hmm. So when Matt, um, TJ playing his video games, when he worked for it, and he oh, had absolutely. to buy that yeah, game. Yep, yep, yep. It's no longer on the floor when I walk into his room. It mm-hmm. has its own place because he knows what he did to, to get to that. Yeah. So that that's what makes the difference in terms of making, you know, making those experiences and thinking before you make those purchases. Mm-hmm. It makes it all worthwhile versus what did you spend your money on? Well, was some candy? Well, what kind of candy? I don't know. No, yeah. You don't yeah, even remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Purchases shouldn't be I don't remember. It should and of course, yes. All purchases have you gives you a feel good feeling for the moment, moment. Yeah. but can you have a feel good feeling throughout the once it's gone? Yeah, and that's what ca- that's what spending or um, buying with cash will do for you. Yeah, I'm gonna and, take that on. I ain't never think about and, the cash thing. And the other thing I've and I'm notorious for this. I'm guilty. I might as well say it. Is sometimes parents just have to say no because we grow up. And we, as parents, we always say, well, we want our kids to have things or experience the things right. we've, we've never done. Yeah. And, and I always come back, well, what is it that you didn't experience, that you didn't have, that just messed up your life so much? So as parents, if every time they want something, we give it to them, then they never learn to appreciate how to get it. And I think when you start saying no, and it's not a matter of we don't have the money, it's just I'm not going to give it to you. You just don't need it right now because... Mm-hmm. There's, you know, um, there's certain times where you're just not ready to enjoy the gift that Mm -hmm. you want. And and we just decided, you know, I've you know, I I would tell my kids, say, look, I need y'all to understand all that we have, the house, this, that this Mm -hmm. is this is me and mama's money. Mm -hmm. Y'all just as our kids, we're allowing you to use it, enjoy Mm -hmm. it and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So my job is to train you, not to spoil you. Mm-hmm. And we know in the midst of training you, sometimes you got to do stuff you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is if you do it, you come out better on the other side. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it is, Ma, I like to have this. No, I'm not. And it's just like, and you know, let's go, let's go back to the shoes thing. I, this is way back. Um, I think it was Matt wanted some Kobe's. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I had no idea what Kobe's were. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <laughs> you know, I know the basketball yeah. player. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then it did, uh, you know, Ange looked it up. Yeah. You know, like 100, 180 $180. One hundred eighty dollars yeah, shoe. Like it. it cost that much, yep. And you know, me being old school baby boomer, you know, I was like, "You must be out of your mind." You yeah. know, I don't own a hundred eighty dollar pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's that thing of you 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 not saying no, you can't ever have it, but because I can, we can control the dollars, we can moderate what's being spent. So now we're instilling what's you know what's a good value. What's what's a what's a good purchase? Mm-hmm. Just you know, one hundred eighty dollars shoes. Yeah, you you're in style, but you're gonna walk through it on on dirt, mud. You're gonna wear them out. Mm-hmm. You know, can you get a better value for that? So to continue with with that same scenario, it was we'll pay half if you come up with the other half. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. gives. Um, Some the kid, yeah. well, that gives them the, is it worth it to, to work hard for that half? Mm-hmm. If it wasn't worth it, then, you know, a month later, oh, that fad is gone. It's on to the next shoe. It's the, or, um, first of all, these are things that decrease in value. Mm. So in a month or two, the price is going to go down. Yeah. So by the time he comes up with that amount of money, it's already on sale. Yeah. So it's not even as much. So now it's like neither one of us are having to spend that same amount of money. That that's the kind of things that we kind of, we t- we teach. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to TJ, it's not even half anymore. TJ has the ability to be able to create. I mean, he can. I mean, yeah, he creates his own he's money. He's like, businesses you ain't gonna now, tell me no, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. therefore, it's like when you know at twelve he wanted an iPhone six, and it's just like that's not what you get. That's mm-hmm. not what a twelve year old should have. Agreed. That's not what we believe. He came back and said, "Here, I have the money." Then it's like, "Oh, okay, let's go to the store and get your iPhone six because you work for." But it. I think that's a lesson in that, though. Because yeah. oh, I, I was just about to say, like, uh, like what goes for the kid, not them specifically, but what goes for the kid that like does everything that you ask them to do. Does it still make it where you got to teach them a lesson and say no if they're doing everything? Yes. They ask oh, yes. Absolutely. Yes. So, so yes. you're saying you're an all A student. Whatever it is, whatever okay. it could be, grace, it right. could be choice, because you right. know everybody's not because because TJ go out and make his own money, and he'll come back and argue it's my money. I should be able to do what I want to do. Well, yeah, it is your money, but you're still a minor, and, and we're still responsible. So now our job is to help you to be responsible with your money. So just because you make your own money, mm-hmm. um, you know, you just can't arbitrarily go do what you want as an adult. Just because you make your own money on your job, you can't just do whatever you want to do. True, you have true. responsibilities. So our job is to teach you how to break that money down to, you know, you get what you want, but you got to do this with it. You got to do that with it. So, yeah, I'm excited that he has the ability to go out and create his own money. Mm-hmm. But that's not a free-flowing thing. And that that's where we disagree. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if you yeah. work for it, yeah. then yes, you should have it. Now, granted, Agreed. now, um, TJ's going to come up and he's going to have mm-hmm. a better car than all of our... His yes. first car is going to be better be than all of ours. Yes. But that doesn't mean he's going to have it today, you know, mm-hmm. because he can't drive. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I don't think, if, if, if TJ, which I don't doubt, could actually have a, a Beamer as his first car. Yeah, I don't But yeah. the thing is... That's not necessarily smart because he doesn't need to be that kid to be targeted. <laughs> so agree, that's agree, why agree, that's agree, the agree. out of limits kind yeah. of thing. You mm-hmm. know, a phone, I don't think that is bad because we're still monitoring what he's doing, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, 
you're just your scenario of what if the kid's just a good kid? Yeah, they well, just I'm like not rewarding you with, with with yeah, rewarding you is a dinner. You know, maybe we have a party, respect, we're celebrating respect, respect. you. Mm-hmm. But no, a hundred and eighty dollar pair of shoes does not make sense. That's why we say no. Good kid, like you're, you said, you're no still you growing mm-hmm. in three months. That's not a good investment. Mm-hmm. If you're investing in yourself. Then that's um, so going back, you also made the comment about um, what about school or learning about this stuff be- while you're um, getting ready to go to school, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, having some debt. You mm-hmm. know, do you pay yourself first? If it's an investment in yourself, you know, shoes, commodities, these things are not investments in yourself. Agree, agree. But if you have a business, like for instance, this is your business, this is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to need to upgrade your equipment. Absolutely. You're going to need to upgrade what you're doing. So therefore, that's an investment in yourself. I'm mm-hmm. not saying it's always wise to go into debt. Have a plan. So maybe you don't yes, have the money to Lord, date, but yes. you need it today. Mm-hmm. But within six months, you got to have it paid for. Mm-hmm. Have the plan together if, if you're going to go into debt. Mm-hmm. That's how you pay yourself first. That's how you invest yourself that's That's how as a parent any kid you should look and see what is it going to do for them later Mm -hmm. is they're not thinking about three months down the road you know so you got to be able to you know you can't explain to a kid your foot is going to um be is going to grow or what he just said you're going to have them torn up in three months it doesn't make sense to spend 180 dollars versus if i spend 180 dollars on shoes i've had them for five years yeah that's a great investment so you know that's the Mm -hmm. difference so you can't you know i kind of heard that comparison of like well mom you have all these shoes right you know and and I almost did the, you know, it's kind of because I she said so. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I make more yeah. money than you. Yeah. That's not the real answer. The yeah. real answer is, is that I'm still going to have my, I still have shoes that are 10 years old. Older than you. Yeah. That's right. So <laughs> These that's shoes really, were here before you were. Right. Yeah. So that's really what the, what the answer is. So that's where we come in. It's not a matter of you're not giving them anything. You know, of course, there's there's some free things in there. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what celebrations are for. Mm-hmm. But don't let the celebration, you know, don't have a party that's going to knock you out to where it's like, oh, I'm still spending for that. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have a New Year's Eve party and you're still paying for it in July. That yeah, just doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, don't, you yeah. know, you don't have Christmas and you're still paying for it six months later. Mm-hmm. So the things that you purchase, you know, you got to just make sure it's, it's wise decision. And so when you give your kids stuff, you know, you've got to let them know, hey, it's like I've worked hard for it, you know, and this is, this is the, these are the fruits of our labor. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, kids have, um, they're, they're great kids. They do everything they're supposed to do. But no, you don't reward them with something that's just, that's dumb. And you've got to be able to express that. If they don't understand that, it's like our kids don't even have an expectation because they know they're not getting it. You know, that's not how we're flowing. They may not understand why. But I guarantee, you know, down the road when everyone else is like, they're out of school and they're struggling. They're mm-hmm. not going to have that struggle. Yeah. So, you know, the same way, just like you're kidding, you're not going to have that struggle because you're learning these things. Absolutely. You're understanding and, these things. And it's, and it's the other things. Some things are just basic. You know, um, there's certain things we got to teach our kids, like chores. Mm-hmm. The kid got to understand there's certain things that you're expected to do at the house without a cost. You're not going to get paid for mm-hmm. everything you do doesn't have a dollar on it mm-hmm. because then that then as you grow up you understand there's some things you're going to do in life that you're not going to get recognized for that you're not going to get any extra money but it needs to be done and you need to do it mm-hmm. and I think there's times we just fail to do that we just we just want our kids to have everything that they want and not feel um, consequences of their actions mm-hmm. um, and and you know when when you have gone through 
some of the stuff that we've gone, I know I've gone through a lot of stuff where um, I was the real middleman. I get paid on Friday. By Saturday, oh, yeah, I was yeah, broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. you you understand that. Mm-hmm. And then as parents, there is that feel that I do not want my kids to ever have to go through that mm-hmm. where they don't have to do it. So it it, it becomes more of a thing of I got to teach them. I got to mm-hmm. let them know. I got to let them understand. I got to let them feel hurt without being hurt. Mm-hmm. And so when they do get 21, grown and gone, they don't, you know, they don't go out and just all of a sudden, man, I'm free. Now I can do what I want to do. I can spend mm-hmm. my, but they start taking in what we've, what we taught and then they can structure their lives because, you know, uh, to quote Dave Ramsey, he would always say, if you, if you live now, like you never, like nobody else later, you can live like nobody else. Yeah. There, there's some truth to that. Absolutely. But you, but you, at the same time, you got to not allow everybody else influence what you're going to do. So my next question will be switching gears, but I, it's kind of on the same thing. What would you tell the person that makes decent money, has a little bit of debt, car notes, uh, let's say a little store credit card, something like that. What would you tell them when it comes down to budgeting? Like, what, like, we talked about paying yourself first. You know, we take care of those debt things. But, like, what do you tell somebody that is trying to build, let's say, a savings or build an amount where they can invest an amount that will, you know, accumulate to something big later? What would you tell that person when it comes to budgeting? For me? I mean, we get your uh, perspective. Okay. Uh, when, 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 when you start talking about investments, you cannot start investing until the consumer debt is gone. And the reason why I say that is because on your credit card interest rate mm-hmm. today, there are next very few to next to none uh, vehicles that you can invest that's going to pay you more mm-hmm. than what the credit card companies are charging you. So your first thing is you got to get out of debt. No matter what it takes, that's getting another Man, job. No matter, well, no matter what it takes, you got to get out of debt. Because even if you're paying 9%, that means whatever you invest in has got to at least pay you somewhere between you know, 13 14 15% return to mm-hmm. cover the 9% that you're Plus paying. You get something on it. Yeah. Right. So the thing is, your biggest, your, your biggest investment is to get out of debt. Because once you get out of debt, now you got that chunk of money that you can put in a vehicle that can start storing up, um, um, you know, investments in for the future. And then the other thing that I slided to on is, man, you got to define what that what that lifestyle is like. You know, we're we're almost completely out of debt, mm-hmm. um, but we also know respect. That's big. we also know what our monthly. Um, not we got crack every month. Mm-hmm. What that is. So the other goal of that now, when we get out of debt, is now I need to take all that money that I was paying on debt, is to put it in a, a, an investment vehicle. So mm-hmm. let's say I use that example of thirty thousand. Mm-hmm. So when I'm out of debt, my next thing would be is go to a financial advisor and say, hey, look, let's say I got extra two thousand dollars a month, and you tell them. I got $2,000 a month I can invest with you in the next five years or next six years or whatever. Mm-hmm. I need a vehicle that's a half a million dollars paying me 6%. And the reason I say that is 6% of a half a million is $30,000. Mm-hmm. At that point, if I don't change my lifestyle, that $30,000 will pay for my living, mm-hmm. whether I'm working or not. Mm-hmm. I own my lifestyle now, and I still have no debt. So if I don't have to tap into it, that number gets bigger. Now I have an asset that I can wield to the kids. Mm-hmm. 
or whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I don't have any debt. Debt is, you know, debt kills you. It takes money. Enemy. It, it is. But everything around us is about getting in debt. Everything. Mm-hmm. So when you have money and you're living pretty good, man, clean the debt out. And then if you, if you still want to party or do whatever, then you give yourself an allotment every month and say, this is what I'm going to use to um, do whatever. And then just pay your debt and then take that money that was going to debt and put it in an investment. And let it grow, you know, let it just sit there and just let it grow. And then when you're in your 40s or whatever, and you get tired of working and you want to take six months to a year off, you're covered. Mm-hmm. That's living. Respect. So it was two things that you said. You said how to, to budget. So how it doesn't budget, yes. matter whether you're making, you know, $20,000 a year or if you're making $250,000 a year, mm-hmm. you should always have a budget. So a budget is a roadmap to where your money is going. Mm-hmm. Without a roadmap, you know, that's like getting out on the road, not knowing where you're going and think you're going to end up in place A when you're really going to end up in Z. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. got to have a budget to be able to tell you what you're doing. So it doesn't matter. Even a kid who has an allowance, they need to have a budget <clears throat> that sets the foundation for them. Mm-hmm. Secondly, you said they have a little bit of debt. So they're doing pretty good in life. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. again, get rid of the debt. It mm-hmm. just doesn't make sense because there's no investment vehicle that keeps up with what debt. So what if they got a lot? Off. Does that change the game? Oh, like how did? I guess what I'm saying, what I wanted to ask. Yes, debt, no debt, little, a lot. Do you a lot every single penny you have when you budget? Oh, absolutely. Right. So like so even that's down like, to fun, food. Right. Food, so that's, yeah. that's like our that's like a your GPS. When you get in the car, you don't you know now if you decide you're gonna take a go to Chipotle before you get to your destination, you've gone off of where you're going. You gotta reroute. So mm, that's mm, that's yeah. what you do in terms of with the budget. Mm-hmm. Every penny you need to know where it's going. Because there's too many of us. If I ask you right now, you know, what did you spend last week? And not so much that I have it written down, but if you can't go through it, because literally there should be, oh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I didn't spend any money. Mm, Oh, I bought gas on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. But if you're having to think, um, oh yeah, I did buy this or I did have that, then that's a matter of you need to have, you need to be focused. That's money. There's extra money. Everyone Mm. has extra money. They always think that they don't. But I mean, again, Chick Fil A will get you. You can't. Be, <laughs> yes, it will. You know that whole yes, thing of will. not being prepared. Mm-hmm. So that whole thing of I'm hungry. I got to get to this meeting. I need to get to this, mm-hmm. and so I'm just gonna stop here and pick up something real quick. Well, you know, real quick. Even though they put the dollar menu out there, you spend still spend at least five dollars off a dollar menu. Yeah, well, if you're getting some quick, then you just spend a dollar. Mm-hmm. You know, then it's like, why are you handing over a card for a dollar? Yeah. It's like have you know twenty dollars in your pocket, mm-hmm. and, and you know for the most part, there should be some weeks that you should be able to go a whole week with that twenty dollars in your pocket. Mm. So it's a matter of you need to know where every penny is going because there are pennies be- being lost. Mm. And pennies add up to dollars, and dollars add up to hundreds of dollars, and that changes your life. Yes, it does. So that's why you should always know where every penny is going. And, and that's you know, what's up. Dave Ramsey, that's and I told you about this, has this $0 budget. Mm-hmm. See, we budget to have money left over. Mm-hmm. His, uh, his philosophy is every dollar that you make, you got to tell it where it goes. Mm-hmm. So all the way down to a penny. You need to already have known where that where that money's going, whether it's in savings, whether it's in an investment, whether it's in uh, paying a bill. And then if something comes up, the neat thing about the budget, if something comes up, you need tires. Mm-hmm. You put in there, you know, miscellaneous four hundred dollars for two tires. 
you go back to the zero dollar budget and then you start making arrangements mm-hmm. to compensate for the for what you spent. Mm-hmm. But the idea is like Anjali said, every every dollar, every cent, you gotta tell it where it's going. You gotta know where it's going. Cause if not, you know, you just haphazardly and I, you know, I'm telling you what I know. This ain't what I yeah, read. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you just have oh, I got it. No yeah. problem, I got it. And the next thing you know, you done spent forty, fifty, sixty dollars on just I got it. What? And it and it messes everything up. But mm-hmm. when you know where the money is, is is going, you know, it, it, it makes a difference. So where do you start? Like where do you start? Like because I think there's a misconception when you say budget, people think it's just literally like, hmm, bills, food, gas. Like if somebody had no idea what a but <clears throat> excuse me, if you have no idea what a budget is, where would you just tell them to start? Like so there, there are a lot of online tools. You can just mm-hmm. say budget and you can pick up a sample budget. Mm-hmm. So when you get really detailed and knowing where every penny is going, that's when you start looking at, you know, you may pay car insurance, you know, every six months or every mm-hmm. quarter or something, or maybe even life insurance, you pay that way. But for a monthly, and that's why um, when you start getting into the habit of doing a budget, it's every month. You don't do a budget once and it's going to stay the same. Mm. Your income is going to fluctuate, but also your expenses can. And mm-hmm. then you start knocking them off. So it's like, oh, I had um, $500 I had to pay on that credit card. It's gone. Now, where am I going to put that $100 a month that I was paying towards that credit card? Well, I'm putting it on the next bill. And so you just keep, and that's what's called the snowball effect. So mm-hmm. once you pay off one thing, now that money is allotted to, you take that minimum balance, whatever extra, add it to the next minimum balance, and you just mm-hmm. keep paying mm-hmm. and keep okay. paying. Yeah, 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 until yeah. things start ending up at zero. So, oh, you know, up. we Still know that. because we were, you know, just in consumer debt, over $100,000 in debt. Mm-hmm. And it was just because, you know, we were like a, a one, we were a, um, a one income family living like a two income family. Mm-hmm. So because we had all the credit cards and I've had credit cards since college. I've been out of college yeah. 25 years. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's a lot of buildup of um, having credit cards with a hundred thousand dollar credit limit mm. so that feels like oh you have the whole world well, you can yes, get whatever yeah. you want mm. and that's what messes you up you got to put the credit card down and you got to pick up cash mm-hmm. and that will change your life because again if you have a hundred dollars in your pocket if you have a credit card you're going to spend 120 25 140 mm-hmm. because it's like i can pay it off next month which most people don't do mm-hmm. but if you have a hundred dollars then it's like no man, I can't do yeah. it. I only have a hundred dollars, or you know, you may not say I only have a hundred dollars, but that's going to change. That's going to change where you go. That's going to change what you do. That's going to change what you eat. It's going to change what you buy. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's like that is so important. I mean, you just don't know how much joy it is to be able to say, "Hey, let's get away and let's go," you know, so and so place. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Cabo. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, let's yeah. you know, you know, my things are, are I love to run, so I go on runcations. Mm-hmm. So I've already had the, too, all yeah. of the um, trips, the running trips that I planned for this year. I had the money last year so now it's just a matter of like oh when we get ready to go we can go and eat you know I'm I'm getting ready to um, run a half marathon in in Napa Valley Mm -hmm. so that's wine country you know their wine tastings is not the you know hundred dollar it's a four hundred dollar wine taste mm-hmm. oh yeah i already got that money so I yeah know, we can right. go yeah, do yeah. it you know we can have fun and you can live there's nothing <laughs> you know like getting somewhere and then you can't do anything yeah you can't, you're worried about everything yeah. you do it's like yeah i, I, I do absolutely yeah. feel you like. don't want to sit life out yeah so it's okay to sit life out to get where you want to be and then going back to you're saying can you teach kids that absolutely mm-hmm. that's to. totally different Nobody else was mm-hmm. right that's totally different to be out of high school and to never know debt 
Because that's just, a whole. That is a whole nother. That is just. Game. It just doesn't seem real, mm-hmm. but it is real. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like learning now that oh, we can pay cash for a car. That just seemed. That's like uh, mind blowing. Yeah, it is. You know. It is. So it would be it's a nice. Great feeling though. It is. Oh yeah. I mean, it 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 it, it hurts at the same time counting out them hundreds. But, but man, it's a, when you know all you gotta put feeling. gas in your car right. and maintenance, and you can go where you want, and you ain't worried about. Hey, it's the 15th, it's the 20th of the day. That's yeah. the best thing. Here's, here's the other thing I, I just want to say is when, when you're debt free, mm-hmm. like we're, we're about there, our kids get to see what a debt free life looks like. That's good too, yeah. So this isn't, you know, you read it from a book, they get to see it. The things that we do, mm-hmm. how we do, places we go, they get to, to experience a debt free lifestyle, which means. Now they got something that they can grow on to. This mm-hmm. isn't a pipe dream. This isn't, you know, I read about it. But this is something that they get to experience and see. And they get to see the decisions. Now, we, we, we go back and forth with the decisions. But ultimately, it goes, how close is it going to get us to this point? Mm-hmm. And when you decide that you want to be debt-free, um, sometimes you just can't have what you want. Okay, so in closing, I got I got real. It's, y'all gonna answer individually. Uh-oh. So, what are your absolutes, do's and don'ts when it comes to finances? Absolutes, like when you have money, you have to do this. When you have money, you cannot do this. What are your absolutes? And and if you say debt, I want you to go in detail. Don't just say debt because you know how many different things. Is that. Like I go in mine. What I learned. What I learned in mine. After this credit card is paid off, I am done. I'm closing it. I don't even want it on hand. That's me personally. I know it's good to have that back. It's done. I'm almost done with it. And once I'm done with it, it's done. That's my absolute do not. My absolutes to me is invest and pay yourself. That's what I feel like you got to do once you get your money. So my thing is, is that, you know, yes, I like to look nice. And yes, mm-hmm. I wear designers. Mm-hmm. But th- the beginning of this year, I sold off my coach bags because mm-hmm. they sit in the closet and I'd never use them. Mm-hmm. But I went into coach and was like, oh, they're having a sale. So 25% off. Let me get this because that's such a great deal. Mm-hmm. So how many coach wristlets, how many coach purses can I have? Mm-hmm. I can, you know, I'm used probably the same four purses, a basic black, a basic, you know, brown and then whatever. So mm-hmm. I have I, the absolute um, don'ts mm-hmm. is, um, is don't buy anything. Mm. So there is nothing unless you have something that you need to get that white shirt, black pants for work. Mm-hmm. Don't get it. Don't buy it. We have mm. enough clothes. So I would say if you're trying to get out of debt, just stop spending. Mm. And if that means don't go to the mall, then don't go to the mall. Don't go. Don't window shop. That do not do Ooh, that. Guilty so history, it's guilty yes. Yeah, so because if you window shop and you have a card, you are going to spend something. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, or if you go somewhere, don't take any money with you. Leave your wallet at home. Ooh. So that that's the second thing. Um, eating out. That's the next thing. You got to stop eating out. Mm-hmm. You learn how to. So just like you know, this week, mm-hmm. you know, you give me a few ingredients, I can make up something. Done this, you know, because I'm that whole um, I'm analytical, so mm-hmm. you know, I'm an engineer, so I'm a problem solve. Mm-hmm. I've already learned, you know, a family of four, 
a month, they can live off $125 in groceries and Mm -hmm. live, you Mm -hmm. know, mainly because I've gone in the pantry and the stuff that just has been sitting there, Mm -hmm. I'm now, if it's not old, if it's old, I've thrown it away. (laughs) And if it's not, then it's like, I'm using it. Mm -hmm. So it's like that one recipe or that one, whatever, you know, don't leave something at my house. If you leave it at my house, then, you know, I'm going to use it, you know, whatever. So you've got to be able to budget your food because that's a really big thing. Grocery and not just food eating out but groceries as well Mm -hmm. how many times do we go hungry and we buy all of these doggone snacks so i think everybody needs to be disciplined in the sense of you know you need to look at ways to be healthy Mm -hmm. people say oh it's so expensive to be healthy no it isn't bananas are very cheap Mm -hmm. you know apples whatever you don't always have to get organic you can get organic spend a few dollars more versus all of the chips and other stuff that you buy Mm -hmm. so i would absolutely say look at what you you got to be strategic when you're grocery shopping Mm-hmm. Um, you should be able to balance, you know, I, we should care about the way that we feel uh, our health. So there's times that you go on a, you know, not a diet to lose weight, but you go on a diet in terms of eating better, mm-hmm. go on a financial diet. Mm. That means for three weeks, don't spend anything. Mm. That is the most difficult, except for necessities. Yeah, That's absolutely. the most difficult thing to do. Mm-hmm. But if you're willing to make that change, it's just like you're saying, it's Monday and I want to lose five pounds. You do what you need to do. So you can't buy the donuts, you know, so it's the same way. So those are the absolute things that you have to do. You have to stop spending. Mm. You don't need that, that, those pair, another pair of sneakers. Mm. You already have 10. What is an 11th pair going to do for you? But think about the, um, what it's going to do at the end. So think about, um, you know, for my birthday, my husband took me to the Ritz Carlton, you know, mm-hmm. so it was like, hey, we were living it up for the weekend, mm-hmm. you know, all, you know, no sweat, have fun, mm-hmm. live the life, live your best life. That's living your best yeah, agree, life. Agree, agree, agree. And so I'm passionate about this because I'm tired of seeing, you know, our people working jobs that they hate getting up every morning because on that grind mm-hmm. because they made all of these bad decisions. You have all of this debt that you have to pay. And so it's a shame when you make money, there's nothing left for you. Yes, absolutely. And so if that's what you have to do for the next three years, in three years, you can live the way you want to yes, live. Yes, yes, yes. So that, that's that's my whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so that's the absolute do's and don'ts. So we've said this over, I think we've said debt. If that was a drinking game, we'd be drunk right yes, now. Yes, we would. <laughs> <We're saying debt. laughs> I'm telling you. So mm-hmm. it's, that is the key. You got to get out of debt. Mm-hmm. And that's what owning your lifestyle is about. And that, to me, is living my best life. Owning your life. That's the name of the episode, owning your lifestyle. I got to do that. Man, don't, don't, don't take my stuff, man. What you mean? Man, don't Copyright. Take, family. 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 Wow. <laughs> I'm telling you, honey, it's the only thing. The ones you break bread with, leave it alone. Did you have any, to pick, any more absolutes to do to piggyback off of ours? Man, it's just you 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 absolutely cannot allow outside forces to influence your decision. Respect. I mean Respect. You, this 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 lifestyle thing is your lifestyle. It ain't what the rapper's doing, it ain't what your friends doing cuz see most people that look like they got it together don't. really don't. They faking yeah. the funk just like everybody else. Yeah. So it really boils down to what's important to you. Mm-hmm. What, how do you want to live? And as I said, you know, it's it's a it's a great feeling when you can start paying cash for stuff. And mm-hmm. and I'm and you know my history was notorious. If I can swipe it, I'm getting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's, it's it's you go. You know, I'd window shop. 
you know, I went to shop and, you know, my thing was if I'm talking about it more than three times, she was a little worried that I'm going to end up with it, mm-hmm. uh, which sometimes I did. But when you decide that this is what you want to do, and I think I, you know, I really hit a, something happened last year where it's like, I'm just tired. Mm-hmm. And you just, you know, you do what it takes. You know, I went out, got a second job, um, uh, worked it, brought the money in because I have a goal. You know, I, I, I want, you know, I want to be debt free. Mm-hmm. I want to, you know, I want all my consumer debt and I want to pay for my house. Um, and you know, and then the next house that we get, it will probably downsize, mm-hmm. but I want to be able to stroke a check for it. I know that's right. You yeah. know, and, you know, you can buy a house cash. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care what people say. You can buy a house cash. Uh, I want to experience that. Mm-hmm. And I want my kids to see that, mm-hmm. that it can be done. Um, and you know, so, you know, you definitely can't allow other people to influence what's good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. They ain't, their name ain't on they, on your check. They ain't paying your bills. You know they got they got to step. And then the other thing is you you gotta when you start talking about big purchases, mm-hmm. man, that's got to be a conversation piece with your partner. If 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 you have a, yeah, if yeah. you have a partner, that's got to be a conversation piece. And even mm-hmm. if you don't, you need to have somebody you can bounce it off of, mm-hmm. just to say, man, is it worth it? Is it the right time? You know. Um, and then, then make a you know a well educated decision. Just like if you have to go in debt for something, um, have a plan to pay it off. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one thing I can say about my wife; she's all about the plan. You, I'm the, you, I'm the you, analytical you, 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 you yeah, gotta yeah, have a plan. Man. Not saying not to do it, but you gotta have a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I'm on the opposite end. It's just, it's just do it. Come mm-hmm. on, we'll worry about it. And and um, and, and and that that will hurt you. That that just go out there do it to do it because you can't that that will hurt you. Mm-hmm. But if you keep your goal in front of you, what you want to do, how you want to do it, um, and work through it, and, and and I'll tell everybody, this is not an easy process. Mm. When you've been doing things your way and the way you thought was the right way, it is not an easy process. It hurts. Uh, stuff you want to do you can't do. Um, but you know, on the other side it's of it, temporary. Yeah, it is temporary. Yeah, yeah, but on, yeah. but but it it really doesn't become temporary because you do it so long, it becomes your life. Mm. So the the hurt is temporarily, but then when you do it, it it's like okay, this is the way I'm it's doing it. It, it becomes yeah. a, it becomes yeah. a lifestyle. That's like working on, out and eating healthy and all exactly. that. Right. It's you not know, a diet anymore. It's a lifestyle. Li- lifestyle ownership can't be a gimmick. Mm-hmm. It has to be a lifestyle. You, when you start down this road, it can't be, well, I'm going to do it. Like most people, I'm going to be on this diet when I lose 30 pounds, I'm off. No, it has to become a lifestyle. Absolutely. So um, the temporariness of this, that's a word, temporariness mm-hmm. of this mm-hmm. is the hurt of where I can't do what I used to do. Yeah. But once that's over, it's like working out. You know, after a week of working out, your body kind of got used to it. Now it's in there. It, it, it becomes a lifestyle. I, I was notorious for eating lunch out. And now I kind of I sit in my office now and eat leftovers or uh, ham sandwich, whatever, you know, whatever it may be. You, you know, and I don't feel bad about it because I know what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then you know, I want to travel. I, I, I like traveling. Yeah. Um, um, at least I don't, I don't do a lot. I don't travel as much as my wife, but mm-hmm. if she's traveling, I'm good. I uh, think, but I think you all's absolute. So the absolute don't that I heard was don't be influenced by outside things, and the absolutes was like make it a lifestyle. 
the way you're gonna be there. So I think what you both said compliment each other. But um appreciate y'all coming through, blessing the mic on the financial tip, showing everybody. Yeah, you already know. So I had the fam here, man. Y'all know we killed the Millennials versus the World podcast, man. Check us out.